0: Blob Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Shoot! Three minutes, Radio. <laughs> Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present. A sister that's got it together. <laughs> Tell them who you are. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... <laughs> Everybody, it's your girl, Cy Brown, coming at you. Today is Monday, December 7th. Where is the time going? It's going so quickly. It's it's a good thing. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Oh, maybe I could be like Susan Boyle and get my own record deal. <laughs> I heard her her album sold like 700,000 copies. And you know what? I'm, I'm excited for her because I I don't know if, you know, how many of you are, from, well, you have to be living under a rock if you're not familiar with Susan Boyle, but for those of you who may be um, hermits, <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, when I saw um, what they showed, like, when she went to sing that song, I Dream a Dream, and she stepped up to the stage, and Simon had a scowl, which is so indicative of who he is, his uh, Simon scowl, um, and she opened her mouth, and everybody's, mouth, their mouth, their jaw just dropped because her voice is simply lovely. And I remember posting on uh, Twitter and Facebook, maybe about a month ago, I guess, or three weeks ago, like when her album was going to drop, she was on the Today Show singing. And I actually tuned in because her voice is simply angelic. It is so lovely and so beautiful. And I hope, I hope it's like a slap in the face to all these music executives and people that sit in boardrooms and wherever they sit and impose and, and their will on what we should like and what we should not like because, well, you, we all know it's all an illusion anyway. But she absolutely has a beautiful voice, even though, you know, by industry standards she could be perceived as an ugly duckling. Um, I just love Susan Boyle. I think she has a great story, and I think she's, you know, her music is, is beautiful. And big ups to her for selling 700,000 units. I don't know uh, what other artist at this point is moving units like that. I heard 50's album didn't do well. I don't know. Somebody somebody sent me a text message because there's no chat room today. I'm on the road. But somebody sent me a text message and let me know how 50's album did. And I don't think um, Whitney Houston's album did so well either. I don't know. That one I can't confirm. 50's I actually read with my own eyes that it didn't do as well, but that can all be relative to, you know, that that could be relative to what he was doing 10 years ago. I remember when I lived in Atlanta, I was driving uh, from New York down to Atlanta, and I heard, go shorty, it's your birthday, like the whole 14- or 13-hour ride from New York to Atlanta. Every city along the East Coast had that song in such heavy rotation. So my, have we come a long way since 2001, 2002, uh, but it's good. You know, I keep talking. We're, we're, you know, less than a month away from Christmas, 19 days to be precise. So I'm finally going to decorate my house this week, and I told you all about that last week. Today is the day. I watched on HGTV yesterday. They had um, celebrity homes, and they had Holly Robinson, Pete, Jewel, and Kathy Lee Griffith. And they were decorating their houses. And I said, you know what, Sai? come on, get with it, girl. Get your house done. Get inspired. You know, it was so Thanksgiving-ified, if that's really a word. (laughs) It was so dolled up for Thanksgiving. We actually had plates that were pumpkins. I know. My husband yells at me all the time that I watch too much HGTV, but we actually ate off of these adorable pumpkin plates. It was shaped as a big orange pumpkin, and at the top, it was a little green stem, and we had the turkey, and you know, the mac and cheese, and the collard. You know, I cooked all that. Well, I didn't cook the turkey. I told you how I got my turkey. Um, But it was nice, so now I have to get ready for Christmas, and put the Christmas lights up, and the stockings, and all that fun stuff. Uh, And to all you mommies and daddies with little ones, I am so happy my kids are big because pretty much they just want the cash. (laughs) They don't want to sit there unwrapping anything. Of course, you know, because I love my mommy duties, I'm going to get them some cute stuff and some sweatshirts and some clothes, you know, stuff that they can actually unwrap. But for the most part, they were like, can you just, you and daddy just give us cash? (laughs) Talk about uh, hampering the Christmas spirit. But uh, but anyway, let me let me move on to the task at hand. I have to give a big shout out to Mr. Tom Stickland. Tom is my buddy in Connecticut, and we were working together on bureau stuff. Wow, at least a year ago, and he had cancer. He was fighting cancer, and he sent me a story. You know, he knows all the work that I'm doing since my mom died. It has been 106 days now since my mom lost her fight with stage three ovarian cancer and i literally am out there on the front lines just trying to help women become advocates and feel comfortable in their own skin to just kind of pay attention to to their bodies but tom sent me a great article so i'm going to read it to you it's not long at all it's actually it looks like a blog post um i just read through it once before i went on the air but he shot it over to me and i told him i would share it and um uh, then I have to tell you about some really cool events happening and some really good stuff happening in the New York area. So let me uh, read this. It is from the New Haven Register. Yeah, because he's in, in Connecticut. Big shout-out to everybody that's in Connecticut that listens to Life Remix Radio every day. Thank you very much. Um, but this is the article. It says, Yale experts urge women to keep breast screenings on track. Um, and for those of you that didn't catch my video, go to YouTube.com forward slash Cy Brown, or you can go to Women's Cancer Alliance because I am still there. Pay attention to your body. Don't pay any attention to what's going on with these stupid reports because it's all cost savings measures that are really going to compromise the level of care that women receive. Um, but anyway... The story is by Mary O'Leary, and um, so it reads as follows. New Haven, last week, Dr. Donald Lannon, a breast cancer expert at the Yale Cancer Center, diagnosed a 43-year-old woman with breast cancer after a routine mammogram. Thank goodness she has that mammogram, Lannon said. We see a lot of women diagnosed in their 40s. Lannon and several other breast cancer specialists in the Yale Medical Group and the Yale Cancer Center are recommending that women continue their breast cancer screening routines despite a national panel suggestion that screenings start later and continue less frequently. We know that if we don't do mammograms for women in their 40s, we'll definitely lose lives. Those women have a lot to lose. Many have young families and a lot of life ahead of them, says Dr. Lyann Philpott, chief of breast imaging for the Yale Cancer Center, she said in a statement. Lannan, Bill Potts, and Dr. Lindsay Harris say they believe the benefits of routine mammography start at age 40 still outweigh the risks. The U.S. Preventative Services Task Force, based on its latest risk-benefit analysis of mammograms, reversed reversed its position taken in 2002 that women in their 40s have breast cancer screenings every one to two years. The newest guideline is that regular screenings start at age 50 unless a woman has unusual risk factors and they continue every other year to age 74. This is not a new debate which goes back to the 1980s and weighs the low benefits of mammography in reducing cancer deaths for women versus overdiagnosis of cancers that if left alone would not cause problems. See, right there, that line alone, backs up what I've been telling you, that we all have cancerous cells, and a lot of it is accelerated by our attitude and by our foods. So you know what to read? this, Just go to my wall on Facebook, and I'll also post this on the Women's Cancer Alliance this afternoon. But let me read that again really quickly, because I just had to inject my thoughts. This is not a new debate, which goes back to the 1980s and weighs the low benefits of mammography in reducing cancer deaths for women versus overdiagnosis of cancers that if left alone would not cause problems but are still treated with radiation, surgery, and chemotherapy. An analysis of all screenings every other year rather than annually provides 80% of the benefits but cuts the risks in half according to the task force. The task force found one cancer death is prevented for every 1,904 women in their 40s who are screened for 10 years. For every woman in their 50s, it is one death for every 1,339 women screened for a decade and one death for every 377 for women in their 60s. The recommendations on screenings differ among advocacy groups, with the American Cancer Society continuing to recommend annual mammograms for all women over age 40, a guideline they started, I'm sorry, a guideline they issued starting in 1997. The American College of Physicians, in a recent statement, did not want the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force recommendations to be politicized, they said in the guidelines, which are based on scientific evidence, were not motivated by the need to control costs, which I personally think is very bogus. Under the health care bills, the task force will make recommendations on what preventive services insurers will be mandated to cover. I told you this is about money. But it does not require it to, requ- but it does not give it the ability to limit care or require insurers to deny coverage, according to the physicians group. The guidelines would create a floor, not a ceiling, on preventative services that would be covered with no copays, according to the group, and does not override individuals' decisions made by doctors and patients. The Senate, as it begins what is expected to be a long debate on health care, adopted an amendment last week on mammography listen, people, I'm giving you good information. Come on, women, pay attention to what's going on, because a lot of this stuff is politicized, even though they said said it's not. The Senate, as it begins what is expected to be a long debate on health care, adopted an amendment last week on mammography, which ignores the task force's decision last month and reverts to its earlier position on routine breast cancer screening for women in their 40s. A second adopted amendment would require mammograms to be covered by insurers with no copays. This is the last paragraph. On the issue of breast self-examinations, the task force recommends that doctors stop telling women to do this routinely. The three Yale doctors agreed that there is little statistical evidence to tie self-examination to a drop in mortality, but they found anecdotal evidence. And this was written by Mary E. O'Leary, and she can be reached at m o'Leary, L E A R Y, at nhregister.com for the New Hampshire Register. Listen, all I can tell you women and men too with your prostate, with all the work that I'm doing with cancer and cancer awareness for women, you have to pay attention to your body. The number one cause. Cancer death among women is breast cancer. I know, you know, we we feel flooded into a sea of Pepto-Bismol every October, but you know something? Get your bodies checked. Know what's going on with your bodies. Feel what's going on and fight for your own rights. A lot of times these reports that are coming out are based on lobbyists that are in Washington. For those of you who are not familiar with lobbying or the lobbying process, please Google it. Everything can be found on Google. You need to pay attention. We all need to be more vigilant about our health care and what's going on because I don't want us to lose another woman to cancer. Um, on another note, really quickly, don't forget to join me this Friday at the National Black Theater. The Phenomenal Women Empowerment Alliance is hosting a comedy show, and a portion of the proceeds will go to my charity, so I'm still excited about that. And then January 4th, we're hosting Cancer Answers for Women, an event, again, at National (laughs) Black Theater. That is January 4th. It's happening on a Monday, so I hope to see your face in the place. Uh, Follow my blog, join us on Facebook, and I'll see everybody soon. Remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. I love you all for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow at 12 noon. It's your girl, Cy Brown, right here for LifeRemixedRadio.com.